a certain employer approached a group of workers standing by the wayside and he offered them all a deal. He said, you can come work for me on my farm for a day and at the end of that day, I'll pay you $100. Or you can work for me for a year and at the end of that year, I will pay you $1 million. To which the workers responded, what guarantee do we have that you'll pay us a million dollars at the end of the year? To which the employer responded, my word, for that is sufficient guarantee. Most of the laborers scoffed and opted for the day option, while a few opted for the year. At the end of the day, the day laborers received their wages. And the employer was gracious enough to provide food, shelter, and clothing for those employees who stayed on with him for the entire year. After receiving their wages, the day laborers mocked the year laborers, calling them foolish for staying on with the employer for the entire year. The end of the year, those faithful laborers received what was promised to them. When the day laborers saw the year laborers living in their million dollar mansions, they weeped and gnashed their teeth for the foolish decision that they made. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. A businessman approaching middle age decided to purchase some life insurance. He decided to purchase this life insurance plan because he had a large family to take care of. After searching around for the right insurance company, he finally found what he was looking for. After knocking on their door and meeting with the insurance agent, the man asked for the premium package. He could hardly believe his ears when he heard how big his payout would be compared to his paltry monthly sum payments. He joyfully made his monthly payments for the next several months. However, he soon began to reason to himself that he was too young to have life insurance, figuring he had another 30 years or so to live. He also figured his money would be better spent elsewhere so he stopped making his monthly payments, thinking he could resume them at a later date. Shortly after he made this decision, he was struck by lightning and killed. When his grieving family inquired of the insurance company and spoke to the insurance agent, they were sadly informed that their dearly departed father and husband was delinquent on all his payments. They cried rivers of tears for their loss. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. There's a prophetic word. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the day is soon coming when I will call upon all of you, every one of you, to collect the rent that is due to me for abiding in my father's house. Blessed is that faithful tenant who sees his landlord coming and opened up 
his door for him with his rent money in hand. You all knew this day was coming and is now upon you. Therefore, tremble and shake before your Lord. For I shall give to each one of you according to your works. Woe to all those foolish tenants who don't have the rent money in hand. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. A man desiring to join the army enrolled in boot camp. The private looked up to a certain seven-star general. He wanted to be just like that seven-star general. He idolized him. He loved him. While he was still in boot camp, a certain three-star general came to personally speak with him. The private told the general, what have I to do with you? I will only obey the seven-star general. Before he even finished boot camp, he was called before the tribunal to be court-martialed. Sitting there was the three-star general and the seven-star general. The man spoke to the seven-star general, sitting in judgment of him, saying, Why, sir? I would have done anything for you. I would have died for you. I would have lived for you. I would have killed for you. I love you in the army. The general spoke and said, you don't love me or you would have loved and obeyed the three-star general whom I appointed over you. I'm sorry it had to be this way, but you're to be dishonorably discharged. The man weeped and gnashed his teeth as he was dragged before the firing squad and shot to death. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. No one comes to the father except through the son. And no one can come to the son unless the father leads him to him. There are five houses lined up outside on a street. They all look identical in nature on the outside. One day an earthquake hits, shakes the first house to its foundation. The owner of that house barely escaped with his life. Next day, a tornado comes, shatters the second house, leaves it in splinters. The owner of that house barely escaped with his life. The day after that, a wildfire came, burnt the third house to the ground, left it in ashes. The owner of that house barely escaped with his life. After that, a hurricane came, ripped the roof off the fourth house, Flooding the inside, nearly drowning the owner of that house. He barely escaped with his life. The fifth house went unscathed through all these things. When the owners of the first four houses saw that the fifth house was untouched, they questioned the owner of that house. They said, how is it your house survived earth, air, fire, and water, and ours did not? The owner of that house responded, Take off your dirty garments, put on these clean white clothes, enter into my house, and I will show you why my house survived and yours did not. They did as the owner of that house told them.
when they entered in, he said, do you see here on my right? I used a cornerstone that is not of this world to hold up my walls. And here on my left, I used a pillar that is not of this world to hold up my roof. That is why my house survived and yours did not. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. If you have the cornerstone, you have the pillar. You can't have the pillar without the cornerstone. Hint, hint. So those prophetic parables came from my father. He put those words in my mouth years ago. You won't hear them anywhere else or read them anywhere else or hear anybody else speaking them unless they happen to memorize them from this podcast and carry them forth in their ministry, which would be a wonderful blessing to see. On another note, there are some stories that I picked up along the way that are good for edification. They are not parables. So they don't have so much of the sense of the prophetic significance that the parables that I just spoke or the deeper meaning thereof. But nonetheless, they're still good for edification. So here they are. One day, a 73-year-old man was walking along the beach with his seven-year-old grandson. I received this story and I added the ages for a reason. If you think on it, maybe you can figure it out. As they were strolling along the beach, they came across an innumerable number of starfish that were washed up onto the sand the night before. When the tide receded, they were stranded. The seven-year-old boy started picking up the starfish and throwing it back in the water. His 73-year-old grandfather says, Son, what do you think you're doing? To which the young boy replied, after looking up and down the beach, I'm trying to save the starfish. Grandpa? My grandfather responded, what possible difference do you think you can make? The young boy didn't say anything. He let his actions speak for himself. He picked up one of the starfish. He threw it back in the water. And then he said, it made a difference to that one. Here comes another one. This young boy was walking down a street and as he passed his neighbor's house, there was an old man sitting on the porch on his rocking chair. Next to him, his dog was lying down. The dog was whimpering and whining, and making all sorts of frightful noises. And the young boy said, sir, what's wrong with your dog? Why is he making that noise? The old man responded, he's laying down on a nail. <laughs> the young boy said, why doesn't he move? 
The old man responded, because it doesn't hurt enough yet. I hope you're taking all these to heart. Here's another. There was a man returning home on a cruise ship from his missionary journey overseas. On this ship, there was also the President of the United States of America. When they pulled into the harbor and docked, there was a huge welcome home party for the president and everyone else on the ship. There was media there. There was a red carpet. There were balloons. There was celebrations, family, friends, people holding up signs, people hugging, a reunion, reuniting. The old missionary realized that there was nobody there to welcome him home. And he became sad and depressed as he walked off the ship. And he started praying to God. He said, Father, he goes, I don't understand. Here I am, slaving away from you, working hard, just sacrificing my life to do the work of the kingdom, going overseas, risking my life, my flesh. And when I come home, there's not one person to Welcome me back. Not one family member, not one friend, not one sign. Why don't I have a welcoming home party? And God answered him. He said, son, you're not home yet. Here's another. This man in Florida saw on the TV that there was a hurricane warning. He said to himself, God will protect me. I don't need to evacuate. For the warning told him to evacuate. Shortly after that, Jesus knocked on his door. The man opened the door. Jesus said, there's a hurricane coming. You need to leave. The man told him, I trust in God. He's got me. He'll protect me. He'll see me through. I'm good. Jesus said, have it your way. Left. The hurricane came, started rising. Jesus came back in a boat, pulled up right next to his three-story balcony. Said, as you can see, the hurricane's here. Maybe you should get in the boat if you want to live. The man said, God will protect me. It's all right. He's going to see me through. I'm not worried. Jesus said, have it your way. And he left. The water kept rising. Jesus, in his infinite mercy, came back with a helicopter and a ladder. For the man was now on the roof and the water was that high. He said, as you can see, the water is rising and you have no place else to go. Get in the chopper. The man said, 
God's got me. I'm trusting in him. He'll take care of me. Jesus said, have it your way. And he left. Water kept rising. The man died. He drowned. On the day of judgment, when he was resurrected, he weeped and wailed and gnashed his teeth. And he saw Jesus. And he realized the mistake he had made. He who has ears to hear, let them hear.